0: to hold on to the idea of truth as this static thing that doesn't make allowances for growth or for anything evolving or changing.
1: Welcome to the Kindness Economy podcast where we talk about doing business from the heart outward. Today we are here to talk about truth. (laughs) Do you know what the truth is? Mm. I am one of your hosts. My name is Rebecca.
0: My name is Courtney. How are you doing? (sighs) A lot better. Kind of gotten my feet back under me. Gotten some sleep starting to eat and starting to schedule things a little bit more spaced out like just starting everything at once was a lot but you hit the ground running I I really did nice (sighs) I I am in the in
1: the I guess in the for the sake of truthiness and honesty and all that stuff I just wanted to talk about like I am polyamorous and I talk about two different people When I am talking about like my life partners and I'm talking about other people, when I'm talking about my co-parents, and that I have a partner and I have a spouse. Yes. And they are two different people. Yes. And also that I am polyamorous does not mean that I will have sex with you. Yes. It means that as a human being with an understanding of power structures, I realize that by choosing a life that puts me in front of people in this way, it means that I am in the position of power and I cannot necessarily feel like consent is something that people will feel safe giving me in an honest way because I am in the position of power, which means that, dear audience, I love you, but I'm not here to hook up with you. And even though I'm polyamorous, it's crazy.
0: My (laughs) life is super boring. (laughs) I'm just remembering this button from the 90s that said I'm bisexual and I'm not attracted to you. Well, I
1: thought I like I like the I'm polyamorous, bisexual and whatever, but I'm still not going to fuck you. Was yeah, the t-shirt, like, that thing. It was
0: like, yeah, don't flatter yourself. Yeah. It's not about don't flatter
1: yourself. It's that I'm literally in a position now where it's like, nope. Also I'm like so old and tired. <laughs> you just, you had to get me about 10 or 15 years <laughs> ago
0: and it's just that ship has sailed. <laughs> Energy. It Mm, is a finite resource. It is so finite. You're going to stop right there. Yeah, that's
1: right. My resources, (laughs) my resources for this week, I am kind of a weirdo. And I think we've already established that in a bunch of different ways. But one of the things that I super enjoy is um, constructs about constructs. And what I mean is the books that are my resources for this week are The Fabric of Reality... Prometheus Rising, and Sapiens. The most recent one is going to be sapiens. And these are just really huge, heady books that get super into the nature of reality and what it means to exist and have it be changing over time. And it gets super into a lot of really specific historical reference stuff where, like, for the purposes of talking about truth, understanding that the truth for a really long time was that the earth was the center of the solar system. And it took a long of work to make it real and the truth that it's the Sun that is in fact the center of our solar system and just looking at it I feel like these are books for your mentality on the way that you think that are similar to um, a random walk down Wall Street for me about investing like once you see repeated places in history where the way we assumed everything was was completely wrong and just whatever you gotta do to leave generosity and space and abundance for that chaos to just interrupt your day because i'm gonna tell you right now if you assume it is not coming it is going to be explosive
0: (laughs) what's
1: your resource this week my
0: resource this week well i was gonna lead with uh insight timer just as far as like having like the app to help you practice tuning into yourself Mm. that's something that has been immensely useful for me over the past Uh. two years now just
1: yeah we have been sort of
0: on some insight timer yeah just to be able to slow down and accept all of that um But additionally, and I'm like pulling up the thing so I can actually read the title and author um, because it deals with something I'm going to touch on later in my portion of this. Um, I'm reading the book Secondhand by Adam Minter, and it is about the secondhand market. Of course, I'm reading about it because I'm like organizing folks and I deal a lot with the secondary market. With like institutions like Goodwill, Salvation Army, out of like all sorts secondary of secondary for your stuff. Yeah, like when you're when you're done with it, where does it go? And there are a lot of things going on that are changing rapidly, very rapidly.
1: Yeah. Do you hear that A and M is going to start renting clothes now? Seriously, that would be amazing. Um, so. That's our resources. That's where we're at right now. Let's get into the Rantafesto.
0: What is the truth, really, though? I mean, really? <laughs> it's, it's what I believe. i I mean i believe it 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 could be it could be um last time we were talking about like authority and that whole like fist coming down from on high dictating what is right what is good for Mm, you it feels and i feel like it dovetails with this because there's when you submit to that notion of authority and this ultimate kind of like this is the way things should be like imagine like that you know hand of god coming down a la monty python um more there's, monty
1: python references oh yeah
0: um there's this idea that truth is something that is handed down from said authority and it's like this this On is high. the truth like ah you and it comes templates engraved in stone like the 10 like these 15 psh, 10 templates or
1: tablets whatever
0: yeah uh, wow i just feel in like, like mel brooks and monty python it's so good <laughs> <laughs> I had coffee. The um, nature
1: of truth is hilarious.
0: It it actually is. <laughs> because the thing, truth is not a static thing. Truth changes over time. You know, like with the earth being the center of the universe. That was the truth. Until it wasn't. And people are not, in the same way we are sort of trained to hand over authority, we're also trained in relation to that, to hold on to the idea of truth as this static thing that doesn't make allowances for growth or for anything evolving or changing. And that, that is something that's like, ah.
1: I thought about it once and I'll never think about it again.
0: Yeah. It's like. I don't have time for that. It took a lot of work to come up with these conclusions. I mean, like there are things like two plus two equals four and those like they're facts and things that just are but then when it comes to truth people feel like in order to, the work that's done in order to create the truth is something that is messy and painful and when you get handed truth it's like oh i don't have to do that messy painful annoying and frustrating and Work that fills me full of doubt with my own self in relation to the world and the things in it, like no, that's hard work, and nobody wants to do that. That's frightening. I'd rather play video games. Rather play video games. I'd rather go on road trip. Like there are all kinds of things you could do, and you can do those things. But it is possible to reconceptualize your truth as you move through life. You can reconceptualize truth as it exists in the world as things happen, Um, because. Like there's this, mm, I'm trying to like get at it, there's this whole thing with like STEM and math and like equations and hard facts, hard science, hard, like truth is a hard science. Truth is not a hard science, y'all. It's not, it's soft, it's slippery, it's squishy. It's probably closer related to those like icky arts things or like social sciences, the things that make people into hard science go, ew. Um... But life is not a series of equations. And it's not this list of concrete rules that you can gain.
1: If you look into the Fabric of Reality book that I recommended, it talks about the ways that the mathematics themselves have changed over time. And that, like, <laughs> right now, what we're dealing with is a shift between, you know... um we already had a shift between Newtonian math, and then it went to Einstein's relativity math. And now the update that's coming with quantum math is Th- yeah. disproving so much basic math that we thought we do, it, you, you just Th- don't. The, the tools to measure become more sensitive and our understanding of what's there expands.
0: There are and, things yeah. that are true until they're not and it's the until they're not part that like flips everybody's shit out they're just like ah! oh my god you mean i can't do this Like i can't depend on this anymore yeah, just... deep breath
1: just keep breathing
0: i mean like like truth is one of those things that kind of evolves out of the inherent chaos in life like shit just changes because that's what happens that and the truth is going to Change around that, and the math—you know—even mathematical facts; those things will change.
1: Yeah, so there's a couple things about truth in the very basis under which we conceptualize it, and it's limited by our brains—not just the like, you know massive cells, but the fact that we have to conceptualize our things into words in order to make it clear to you, dear listener or dear watcher or whatever, in order for you to understand what I am understanding, I have to use words.
0: And language is an imprecise It tool. is
1: It is squishy and moves around all the time. Imprecise is as fuck. evolving. And it's limiting your ability to communicate what's happening. So in addition to that, you've got your cultural norms that are gonna influence how you understand the world around you. And those are things that are in no way universal, but we act like they are. (laughs) And then get confused when shit don't work out, like, (sighs) because we're so attached to that belief in truth, when it's not a fact, it's a belief.
0: If I just do this, this way, everything's gonna turn out this way.
1: And if you don't have the ability to understand what's right and wrong inherently in your body in that way, you have no capacity to speak truth to power. If you haven't internalized your sense of authority to give yourself that sense of right and wrong you don't have the capacity to speak truth to power. And it's important to make change for that to be what we can do. That is a superpower. And it just like, people will gain status by isolating themselves with bad ideas. (laughs) And it's about belief and community and understanding and things that it's difficult to argue with so leaving space in your conversations with your loved ones that disagree with you for them to just get it out and don't try to tell them what truth is because you're not fighting about facts this is actually really good mention of Seth Godin's not really having this argument where the opening story, the opening story is about if a person at a desk for a flight and it's a tiny flight and this woman comes in and wants a first class seat and the person at the desk is like, there are no first class seats. And the woman starts to hyperventilate and like get really upset. Like, she paid for a first-class seat, da 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 And the woman behind the desk takes a breath and says, oh, I'm sorry, you're right. It was my mistake. They're all first-class seats. And then she's fine. So the truth is so malleable. And we treat it like it's a brick wall. And once you realize that Somebody's dealing with a brick wall that's protecting them from something understanding What's underneath that don't try to fight them on the facts because they don't give a fuck about the facts Getting to understand their beliefs You maybe don't win, but you get to know your loved one better and You've maybe built a little trust with this person And maybe you can understand more a little bit of what's happening for them but bludgeoning them with your truth your truth (laughs) bludgeoning them with that is not going to help because that's not the conversation you're having it's not about facts i think our takeaways for this conversation are leaving space operating from a sense of generosity and expect change the second you believe that what you believe is truth is a fact, you have got a giant blind spot. And just notice and honor and respect the blind spots of other people because that's not
0: the argument you're having. What would be my takeaway from this? I think it would be somewhere in the neighborhood of stay loose, don't cling tightly to any one notion like there are the things that you stand on and then the things that you cling to mm. stand on what you know in yourself but don't cling to anything too tightly i'm using embodied metaphors here but
1: just go with it if you want to hang out with us we are all over the internet you That's can find me it's. at bonus parent baba
0: everywhere everywhere everywhere, everywhere. And I've got a website that is the letter C-K-I-N-G Solutions, all one word, seeking solutions.com. And
1: if you have any questions or stories about the way truth <clears throat> has changed for you in your life, you can send those to KindnessEcon at gmail.com. I would love to hear about all of that. If you would love to hear more from us, we have a bajillion episodes available for you online and you can check those out at kindness and until then please take excellent care of yourself and the people and the world around you
0: unclench a little i'll see you in the- oh
1: i'll see you in the future <laughs> perfect Tarot card pull.
0: Uh-huh. Different deck. or Softer deck.
1: Truth. This is our... Truth. Classic. Classic. Just truth. New era element deck.
0: The scary part of truth or dare. The scary part
1: of truth or dare. (laughs) The truth. Yes, I will. I will eat that. I don't want to choose truth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) That's like legit. Like, no, I will run around the house outside. Naked. Yeah.
0: Like, you want want me to answer what? Mm. The spread. I'm going for this one. To the
1: side. Uh I like it. I like it.
0: Uh, Oh. Swiftness. (gasps) Race cars. (laughs) You're having a minute.
1: So this is air.
0: Uh, uh, uh Uh-huh. Eight. Air of eight of air.
1: Oh, air is pretty swift, huh?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Oh, that's despair. That's water. That's because it's the wrong thing.
0: It's mm. okay.
1: It's okay. There you go. Eight. Air. Uh, interference. Mm. So it's not. Fire? I mean, it's gotta be. There it is. Swiftness. Eight <laughs> of <we> fire. <laughs> Getting to know the decks. Uh, correspondences mercury in sagittarius keywords positive ideas movement progress quick communication ingenious solutions thinking on your feet spontaneity when you're overclocked in the negative rushing headlong into something panic or indecisiveness meaning we are rewarded with a streak of genius Thinking at lightning speed, we feel inspired and come up with ingenious solutions. Exploring the card. The card captures a modern scene associated with speed. Split-second reactions and energy. The racer's performances depend on a delicate balance of engineering as well as the ability of the drivers to handle complex machines under intense pressure it symbolizes the mix of energy and intellectual and physical ability that is the essential message of this card go speed racer go i think this is an excellent representation for truth as well
0: really all right let's do this so
1: let's get into it
0: all right